Well, good morning. Good morning. Great morning. This is Reverend E.K. Dawson, and I'm glad to hear your voice this morning. Uh, I love Jesus, <laughs> and I want to welcome you to the Killering Victory. Is there anybody on the line? Yes, good morning. It's grateful Deborah Evans, Pastor E.K. Dawson. God bless you. God bless, God bless you. you as well. Good to hear your voice. Thank you. You yes. too. God bless you. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Good morning. Great morning. This is Reverend E.K., and I want to welcome you to Favorite Friday of 
declaring victory. Is there anybody else on the line? God is good all the time, Brian. Good morning, and welcome to, to Declaring Victory, and happy favorite Friday. We love you. Amen. And excited about you this morning, being on the call. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Anybody else on the call? Good morning. God morning. Great morning. It's a great day to be alive, and great day to declare victory. Uh, this is Reverend E.K. Dawson. I'm your host, and uh, is there anybody on the line who wants to say good morning? Good morning, Reverend E.K. This is Miss Penny. Hey, good morning. How you do? Uh, I'm blessed. Good. Good to hear. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning. It's Susie. Susie, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, good, good. Great. Glad to hear you. Good to hear your voice. Yeah. Thank Hallelujah. You. Yeah. Yeah, I, can you keep me and my husband in your prayers, please? Absolutely. I appreciate it. I really appreciate it that everything goes good for us. Okay. Okay, thank you. Blessings. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Reverend E.K. Dawson, and this is Declaring Victory, and I want to welcome you. Anybody else want to say good morning or... Anybody else join the line? Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Friday. God bless you, everyone on the call. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Yeah. Have a great day. Yes, you do the same. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. Glad to hear your voice. Glad to hear your sound. Yes. Thank you for declaring, uh, joining, declaring. <laughs> Thank you for declaring. Thank you for joining, declaring victory. Amen. 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 Good morning, Lord. Happy favorite Friday. I ain't supposed hey. to be coming, but I bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. Don't tell Glow I was talking, but I love the Lord. Have a happy favorite Friday. Amen. I appreciate it very much. Glad to hear your voice. Welcome, welcome. Yes. And go ahead and, and keep it quiet, sister. Get your rest. Hello. Good morning, you guys. Hello, um, Brother E.K. This is Moxie. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good to hear you, Moxie. Good to hear you, too. Yeah. Good morning, Brother E.K. Patrice. Good morning. Hey, uh, what's going on? What's going on? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Anybody else? Good morning. God morning. Great morning. Great day to be alive and great day to, to declare victory. Amen. Glad you're with us and glad you're here for this favorite Friday. I'm anticipating an exciting day in prayer today, and we expect God to do great things through uh, the power of prayer. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? I 
Good morning, Miss Kind Kim. Happy Friday. Much love to everybody. God bless. Kind Kim. I heard somebody else trying to get on. Anybody else joining the line this morning? It's Friday, a favorite Friday. It's also um, our men's day. Um, and we're glad to have you here at Declaring Victory. Amen. We're excited about what God is going to do in our lives through the power of corporate prayer and fervent prayer, powerful prayer, and impactful prayer. We are excited. It's a great opportunity to come together with your brothers and sisters and agree uh, in prayer with the Lord. It is no secret what God can do, what he's done for others, he can do for you. Hallelujah. Good morning, Minister E.K. Good morning. This is Christina Joy, and I I do uh, apologize in advance because I already know I probably uh, should have done this in the um, prayer request online. But uh-huh. I just uh, heard out heard about it about 30 minutes ago, so okay. I wanted to give an audible prayer request, if that's okay. That's right. That's right. All right. So if y'all could pray for um, Regina Oliver. Um, her son recently got uh, convicted and is now going to be serving 20 years. I believe in prison. I'm not sure if it's prison or jail. I think it's prison because uh, she said she got shipped out. But the, um, she is not eating and she's like really taking it hard. Mm-hmm. So if y'all could just pray that her son is put in a very um, safe facility where he is treated for his mental illnesses, even though he's incarcerated and that he gets favor with the guards and and the judge will um, maybe give him leniency concerning the time served and get out sooner than 20 years. That's all. Amen. Amen. We will. We will. Amen. We will. We will. Hallelujah. Amen. God is great and greatly to be praised. It is Friday and declaring victory. Uh, we're receiving prayer requests. Amen. And let me tell you this. You know, you can always, always, always put anything on the, on the, on the app. Amen. Just FYI, just, just so that you can always remember. Uh, family and friends. Anybody else join the call this morning? Anybody else join the call? Amen. Okay. Well, uh, it is almost our time. Amen. To get started. And we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, again, I am uh, Reverend E.K. Dawson. I am your host. Uh, before we want to move forward, we want to remind everybody to put your phones on uh, mute, put your lines on mute so that we can proceed. I am your host, Reverend E.K. Dawson. I want to thank you for joining. Um, thank you. I want to thank you for joining Declaring Victory. Amen. And we are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday. Um 6 uh, a.m., I'm sorry, Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. 
uh, Eastern Standard Time, and that is to edify and to empower, to encourage and equip you in your walk with Christ. Uh, continue calling during the month of November, uh, where we uh, monthly theme is entitled Leadership. This month, our theme is entitled Leadership. Each declare will focus on how leadership, uh, how leadership plays a vital role in planning and sowing and reaping God's desires for us within uh, the work that we do for him. And to make sure that you invite a friend so that they can be blessed too. And I'll say that again. And make sure that you invite a friend so that they can be blessed too. Amen. Uh, there is one announcement. Uh, and join us this evening at 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Friday Night Live uh, with Sister Dee Dee Felder. I will share with us on the subject restored, on the subject restored, and you will sure to be blessed. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought. Okay, I'm sorry. There, oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's Dee Dee's birthday. I'm sorry. There is no Friday Night Live. Okay, okay. I apologize. Um, <laughs> we all right? Okay. And um, uh, where am I at? Here we go. Um, our scripture, I'm sorry, our scripture uh, for today is James 1. Uh, not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that uh, that we judge who teach will be judged more strictly. Amen. Uh, and may the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word and hearing and doing of his word. Uh, we're going to ask you to put your phones on mute uh, until we come off of mute. Uh, the order of the call uh, is prayer and corporate praise by uh brought by Jonathan and our declaration will be brought by Royce. Again, the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise and uh prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Jonathan and the declaration will be brought by Royce. Amen. Uh and then you will go right into closing remarks uh and comments hosted by the declarer. Amen. Amen. I'm sorry, I'm saying uh Daryl I'm sorry, I'm saying Royce, but I mean Daryl. I do apologize, uh, uh, declaring family, uh, DV family, amen, amen. At this time, I will pass the call to our prayer warrior, amen. Hallelujah. Our God, Father, we say thank you. Father, we thank you just because it's another day. We thank you because you've spent time to... Think about us. We are on your mind. We are not an afterthought. But God, we are a present thought. Thank you. Thank you that you considered us. Thank you that you've never forgotten our names and never forgotten where we are. Father, you are absolutely awesome in every way, shape, form, and fashion. We give you glory that we are your thoughts. We are your project, your masterpiece. God, we say thank you because you hear, you answer. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, God. Hallelujah. You hear and you answer prayer. God, you are a mind regulator. You are a keeper. You are a cover. God, and in you, we have our everything. And so for that, we say thank you. Thank you for washing us and cleansing us, purging us. God, we repent even now. God, we ask you for forgiveness. But God, we we thank you and accept it. We thank you that you took the time to wash us. We thank you that you had that on your mind, that we would be clean, that we can come before you. Father, we appreciate you today. God, I thank you because you reign supreme. I thank you because your power is everlasting, everlasting. God, I thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, 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 God, we invite you, hallelujah, 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 great are you, God, hallelujah, great are you, God, Hallelujah. Great are you, God. Hallelujah. Great are you, God. Great. Oh, you are great, God. Hallelujah. 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 God, I thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, God, we do We declare life now. We declare liberty now. Hallelujah. God, breathe the breath of life now. Breathe the breath of life, God. Lift the bow down head, Father. Put their hands in your hands. Lift their arms, God, in victory. Lift their head in victory. Steady. Steady their feet, God. Steady their feet, God. Sure their feet now. In the name of Jesus, Father. Heal, God. Heal and deliver even now. Heal by your stretched hand, God. Heal, God. Heal, God. Stir up on the inside the sound of the praise. Stir up the inside the sound of breakthrough. God, deliver by your hand. Deliver in comfort. Deliver in peace. Deliver, God, now from the hand of the enemy. God, we speak to the airways. We speak to the airways now and command every spirit not like you to be shut down in every way, shape, form, we declare life. Mm, God, we declare life. We declare liberty. God, breathe on us today. Open up our ears to hear you, our hearts to receive you. Father, line us, syncopate us, synchronize us with what your spirit is doing today. Pour out like never before. God, let your glory reign in this place that we call uh, declare victory. Let your glory reign even now from coast to coast. Father, touch your soul about she. Hey, 
Sende de basti, sana na maia de de go, isano gosha. Touch God and I see on the robo. Hey, touch it and Mm, they see to God, we break the bounds of confusion now. In the name of Jesus, we declare liberation now in the mind. We cast down, pull down, strike down everything, God, that seeks to come against the word of God. We come against every spirit, every foul thing, every dark thing. We declare, let there be light even now in the name of Jesus. Stir on the inside like never before for increase their capacity to hold you, but God increase their hunger for you. Salt the oats even today, God. Let your word come forth unhindered and uninterrupted now. Father, we pray, giving you all the glory, the honor, expecting you to move like never before. Father, we even pray now. We put Regina on your mind, God, like never before, that you would comfort her. Give comfort, care like never before. God, stir on the inside the sound of praise and breakthrough even in the midst of it. God, wrap your your arms around her. Let her know that you are God and that you are still able to comfort, give comfort, care even now in the name of Jesus and Father. For those that are here today, that seal soul am I. Hey, thank you, God. And We declare, God, that we are your people and we will be hearing you, God. We are your people and we will receive you today. Father, we open up our minds, our ears, our hearts, our mouths to receive receive all of you today in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you glory, God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Now that see, God, we pray that as we begin to open up our mouths and take our phones off of mute, that you would cause comfort to fall in the places where the people are. Father, as we begin to give you glory together, the mouth of every enemy, as we give you praise together, God, open up the window and pour out ultimate God, as we give you praise, let the winds of heaven begin to blow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, yeah. God, we give you glory. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, We give you glory, God. Thank you for rewriting that our lives. Thank you for writing by your finger. Thank you for speaking in our lives. God, we give you glory. Thank you. Thank you for giving me life. Thank you for my children. Thank you for everything. Thank 
or it's really a focus on the leader's methods or methodology. But what all of these different things and focuses do, or what they attempt to do, is they attempt to change leaders from the outside. Yet, in order that what I found over my years of studying, and hopefully in some areas failing, and some areas growing and learning, that in order to lead like Jesus, then understand that leadership improves when, when the, there is a first, a change on the inside. Let me say that again. Leadership improves when there is first a change on the inside. It's simply because leadership is primarily a heart issue. You see, Declare Victory, if we don't get our hearts right, then we won't ever lead like Jesus or lead the way that Jesus intended for us to lead in the call of our lives. So what does our heart have to do with leadership? Well, my brothers and sisters, I'm here to declare to you that our heart has everything to do with leadership. It's simply because in our heart or in your heart is your why. And within your heart lies the reason why you do what you do. I'm going to say that one more time because I think that is so important for us to grasp on this morning because in your heart is your why. It's your reason for what you do because in within your heart lies the reason why you do what you do and that your heart is also home to your intentions and your heart is also home to your motivation because your heart is the core of who you are. You will find in Romans, the 10th chapter, verse number 10, and I'll be reading from the New International Version. It reads, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Declare victory. It is therefore in your heart that your belief about Jesus is stored and your belief that he is God's son and he is our savior, that that belief that resides in our heart is what changes everything. So understand that when it comes to leadership, leadership is first and foremost a spiritual matter of the heart. And whenever you have this, this opportunity to influence other people's thinking and behavior, then what we all need to first need to decide is whether that we're acting out of our own self-interest or we have to make a decision and decide that we will be a benefit to those that we are leading. We did not come to be served as leaders, but we come to serve. Or simply put on this morning, the heart question is this. Are you a serving leader? Or are you a self-serving leader? Think about that for a minute. That's the hard question for this morning. And I believe this focus on leadership as we're beginning to build and, and begin to build momentum as we're moving not only in this new calendar year, but in this season of now. The hard question you have to ask yourself is, are you a serving leader or are you a self-serving leader? You see, if you would on this morning, allow me to give you a couple of examples of 
how I believe our blueprint, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, how Jesus was a serving leader in his leadership style. You see, I believe that Jesus was a serving leader, whether he was teaching with words in which he was calling his disciples to serve. We'll find that in Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, the 20th chapter, verse number 25 through 28. Again, Matthew, the 20th chapter, verse number 25 through 28, it reads, Jesus called them together and said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And Whoever wants to be first must be your slave, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So we see that Jesus is a serving leader when he taught with words in which he's calling his disciples to serve. He also was a serving leader, not just with words, but also by actions. He modeled this when he washed his disciples' feet, found in the Gospel of John, the 13th chapter, verse number three through five. The Gospel of John, the 13th chapter, verse number three through five, we find in this occasion that the Bible reads, Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God, verse four. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. I remember one occasion years ago, I had a group of leaders that was at the house, and one of the gifts that the Holy Spirit had led me to do is to surrender myself and wash their feet in an act of service and an act of love. Realize that Jesus, he clearly and he consistently modeled leadership as service. Now, as we will find also that what scripture will also confirm is that the benefit or the belief in your heart what it will do is that it will set in motion your why. You have to ask yourself on this morning, what is your why? What drives you to get up in the morning? What drives you to do what you do? What drives you to make the sacrifices that you make? Surely it's bigger than just a paycheck. Surely it's bigger than just a promotion or a title. What is it that drives you, that sets you in motion? What is your why. It's because in scripture, we will learn why the heart is so important in our leadership. And it's all because we find that love is stored in the heart. In 1 Peter 1 and 22, 1 Peter 1 and 22, we will find that love is stored in the heart. The word of God reads, now that you have purified yourself by obeying the truth so that you have sincere love for each other. Love one another deeply, where? From the heart. We also see why the heart is important in our leadership. 
is because we also forgive one another from the heart. We find scripture referencing that in the Gospel of Matthew, the 18th chapter, verse number 35. Matthew 18:35, it reads, This is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. We also find why the heart is so important in our leadership is because words are also banked or stored in our hearts. We find in the Gospel of Luke, the sixth chapter, verse number 45, the Word of God reads, Luke 6 and 45, that a good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Let me give you another thing why the heart is so important when it comes to leadership. It's because scripture is stored in our hearts. Scripture is stored in our hearts. We find in Psalms, the 119th division, the 11th verse, we find in Psalms 119.11, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And then lastly, the reason why the heart is so important in our leadership is that it is with the heart that we seek to find God. It is with the heart that we seek to find God. Jeremiah 29 and 13. We will find in Jeremiah 29 and 13, the word of God, it reads, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. But declare victory. I want you to also understand that when we're talking about why the heart is so important with leadership, the heart is so important because it includes the will, the determination, and the soul. Let me say that again. The heart includes the will, the determination, and the soul. And the heart is also the seat of all desires. So it's no wonder that when we know that the heart then is the essence of who we are. And it's no wonder that we're told in Proverbs 4 and 23 that we are to guard our hearts above all else because the heart is the essence of who we are. But the problem, problems continues to exist that whenever leaders want to change, they usually will focus on their behavior. They usually will focus on their style. They usually will focus on their, uh, uh, their credibility, their, their momentum, their, their education. The problem exists in their behavior, but the behavior can't change until the heart changes. And a changed heart means then you have a changed leader. And whatever is in the heart, it determines why we do what we do because our heart is the source of our motivation. 
So the question that must be raised then on this morning to each and every last one of us to answer for ourselves internally is this. What motivates you, my brother and sister? What, made, what motivates you to lead others? What is the motivation? What is your desire to want to lead others? Or is your leadership ability, style, growth, is your leadership all about you? Because the most persistent barrier to leading like Jesus is a heart that is motivated by your very own self-interest. You see, people with hearts that are motivated by self-interest, they put their own agendas, their own safety, their own statuses, their own gratification ahead of others. They will literally toss you to the wolves in order to receive status in order to receive gratification, in order to receive whatever their own self-interest is seeking. Because the greatest barrier to leading like Jesus or the greatest barrier against leading like Jesus is whenever we make the conscious decision in edging God out of our lives. Or simply put, it has to do with our ego, edging God out. Now, when it comes to the ego, edging God out, there are three ways that all because of our ego, we tend to replace God. I'm going to say this slowly for you, and I want you to capture this because this is helpful for me as I continue to look and make sure I hold myself accountable in alignment when God is calling me in leading his people. The three ways that our ego that we tend to utilize to replace God is, number one, we replace God as the object of our worship. We replace God as the object of our worship. Number two, we replace God as the source of our security. We replace God as the source of our security. And then last but certainly not least, number three, we replace God as the source of our security, self-worth, wisdom, and as the audience for authority over our lives. I'm going to say that one more time really slowly. The third way our ego tends to replace God is we replace God not only as a source of our security, our self-worth, wisdom, and as the audience for authority over our lives. So let's talk about for a moment, how do we replace God as the object of our worship? You and I, we tend to edge God out as the object of our worship by putting other things in his place. I hope everybody got that. We tend to edge God out as the object of our worship by putting other things in his place. You see, whenever anything becomes more important to you than God, then realize that whatever that idol is, that it now becomes your answer to the question of whose am I? 
who do I belong? And it's all because you are now worshiping someone or something other than God. You see, some of us, maybe at one time or another in our life, some of us may choose to worship an object that will begin to worship other than God. We worship the object of money, a house, a car, a business. That becomes our why, our motivation, because we want to keep those things intact. We worship a person, whether it be a spouse or a child, a boo thing, a, a family member. We worship a person. Or possibly we begin to worship a desire for power. We want power. We want recognition. We live for appreciation. We just want to be noticed. And we replace the worship to God with this worship for this desire, for this power, this recognition, and this appreciation. Or maybe even we replace God and the worship of him with a habit that becomes an addiction, not just drugs, alcohol, but we replace the worship of God with a habit like exercising. We try to justify that I can't do anything until I put that work in. We begin to worship other things other than God by watching sports that we will begin to lift up our favorite team more than we will lift up the kingdom of God. We worship other things other than God by eating. You can't be at Popeye's every week, every day, by sleeping all the time, by surfing the internet. You spend more time on the web, on the internet, versus being able to search out God's will for his life and what it's calling you to do in this season. Because we Edge God out with habits that become an idol. That's when you can find yourself caring more about yourself and your own sense of significance rather than being concerned about God's will for your life. So realize that whatever you are, worshiping other than God. I want you to understand, my brothers and sisters, that whatever it is, it is not worth edging God out of your life. The second way that we edge God out is that we replace God as the source of our security. We replace God as the source of our security. You see, we tend to edge God out whenever we trust in something other than the character and the unconditional love of God as the source of security and self-worth. Can I say that one more time? We tend to edge God out whenever we trust in something or someone other than the character and the unconditional love of God as your source of security and self-worth. So when people leave, you lose your mind because your trust is something more, God Almighty, other than God. When you lose your job, you lose your mind because your sense of security and self-worth 
was tied to your job and your position. Understand on this morning, my brothers and sisters, whenever you put your sense of security and self-worth, whether it be in your intellect, your position, your title, your performance, your possessions, your businesses, or even your personal contacts, then realize you are counting on things that are temporary and are fallible. So why not instead place your trust in that which is sure and eternal, which is in God's care for you and the wisdom that he provides to us? So the third, the last way we replace God as the source of our security is that we replace God as a source of our security, self-worth, wisdom, and as the audience for authority over our lives. You see this third and last way in which we tend to edge God out is whenever we put others in his place as the primary audience for and authority over your daily work and your life story. Let me say that really slowly one more time. The third and last way we tend to edge God out, the ego, is whenever we put others in his place as the primary audience for and authority over your daily work and your life story. Question to each and every last person under the sound of my voice. To whom are you playing from the stage of your life? Think about that for a minute. To whom are you playing from the stage of your life? You see, God wrote your story before the foundation of the world. And you and I have the privilege of God's guidance through all of our lives if only you and I would let God be your audience and your authority. We spend way too much time trying to please people and to please others. But if you would only commit yourself to let your works, your efforts, to let the stage of your life be able to please the audience, of one. Let God be that audience and the authority over your life. So I promise you I wouldn't be long this morning because as we get ready to prepare for anyone who didn't have an opportunity to say good morning and we pray for love, life, and victory, it reminds me of a story that might be familiar to you of a famous opera singer who gave a really grand performance in a very luxurious theater in front of a large, sold-out audience. You see, the singer who had rehearsed for months, for days and hours and seconds, that when the night finally came and every seat in this luxurious theater was filled with fans and admirers, you could feel the energy all over the place that as the singer finished 
the performance that the singer was greeted with a standing ovation and made several different curtain calls because of the audience demanded. And when he finally came off the stage, the singer's manager embraced and congratulated him. But instead of acknowledging his manager's praise, the singer told his manager, I failed on tonight. So in disbelief, the manager asked the singer, how can you say that? You received a standing ovation. You received three different curtain calls. But the singer said, it's because the person in the center of the front row wasn't standing. Neither were they applauding. Then the manager responded, but why do you care? about one person's opinion when everybody else loved your performance, everybody else told you how great you are, everybody else told you how anointed you are, how gifted you are, how talented you are, how awesome you are. Everybody loved you, and they lauded and applauded your performance. Singer then replied, looked at the manager in the eye, and he said, it's because the person in the front row who wasn't applauding, that was my teacher. Because the singer wanted to please his teacher above everybody else. That declared victory is how we need to feel when it comes to our leadership abilities, when it comes to the call on our lives, when it comes to everything we do, that's how we need to feel about pleasing God. I appreciated my brother and sister. You said it was an awesome message, but my focus is, was God pleased? I appreciated you said that we had an awesome quarter, but was God pleased in the way that we came about it? I appreciated that I have a beautiful wife and a family, but is God pleased the way that I was able to attain it? I appreciated you said this is a great message and it changed your life. I appreciate it, but was God pleased? We need to feel that way about how we are pleasing God. Because when we focus on how we're pleasing God, it will eliminate our self-interest in our leadership style. You see, God, God wrote your story before the foundation of the world. Now say again that you and I have the privilege of his guidance through all of our lives. Only if we commit to let God be your audience and authority over your life. So remember that to lead like Jesus, understand that leadership improves when there is first a change on the inside because leadership is primarily a heart issue. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord God, and I pray that you were pleased on this morning. I thank you, Lord God, for the honor 
of being able to stand, Lord God, to render your word that no instrument, no baseball glove, no football, no thing reserves the glory that is all to you. God, I thank you, Lord God, that not only will we all be hearers of your word, but, Lord, we will be doers. Lord, search our hearts on this morning. Make sure, Lord God, that it is in alignment, Lord God, with who you called and created us to be. Father, I thank you that you make within us a clean heart and a new spirit. Allow us, Lord God, to lead with love, to lead, Lord God, with you in mind as an audience of one. Get us away from people-pleasing, Lord God. Get us away, Lord God, from ego, from edging you out in areas of our lives where other things become the object of our worship, where other things replace you as a source of our security, where other things, Lord God, and other people determine our self-worth, the wisdom in our lives, and we begin to seek to please them more than we want to please you. God, we thank you on this morning. You are creating leaders for your kingdom who will go when you say go, who will answer the call no matter when the call comes. Because, Lord, these are leaders that are fashioned after your own heart. Lord, give us a servant's heart. We declare it. We decree it. And it's in Jesus' matchless, mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen, Amen. my brothers and sisters. Amen. I'm going to open up the line. It's men's day. My brothers, God bless you all. We want to ask if there's anyone that has not had an opportunity to say good morning to this family, our beautiful family. Amen. Go right ahead, my brother. You know what? I still got to get on my hustle and uh, pray that God has my back and make sure nothing happens to me in my life because there is a lot of people in my life that I have to live for. Amen. God bless you, brother. As long as you put God first and you continue to please him in the audience of one, then if you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his word says all faith shall be added unto you. So my brother, go get your hustle on, but keep God first. Amen. God bless you. Anybody else? Amen. Amen. I appreciate that prayer, too. I needed that. Amen. Amen. Thank you for sharing. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Good morning. This is Marv. Uh, Good declaration this morning. God bless you, Marv. Always good to hear from you, brother. Amen. Anyone else? Hey, you know what? So when it comes down to a family member or a type of situation, when you're in as far as like a fiancé relationship and that relationship you forgive but you don't forget, how do you still like read from that? My brother, and then what I want to do is, because we we got to make sure, I want to answer that question for you, but I want to make sure we're also keeping the focus where we are in leadership. So what I want to do right. is, if you would um, give me your number right now. What's your number? 209 
What was the last four digits? Zero four. Last seven, four digits, seven six. Zero four. Zero four. All right, brother, I'll give you a call as soon as this is over, okay? Okay. You have a good day, bro. God bless. You too, bro. Be expecting my call just as soon as we finish, okay? Okay. All right. Bro. All right. I will. All right, bro. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else? Okay, now we're opening up for everybody. If there are any ladies, any gentlemen that haven't had the opportunity to say good morning, amen. We're going to open up just a few more moments before we open up for Love Life Victory. If anyone has any feedback about the declaration on this morning, amen, you may share that as well. Good morning. This is Joyful. Great declaration. Thank you. God bless you, Joyful. Always good to hear from you as well. Good morning. Good morning. This is Wonderful Wanda. Great declaration. God Good bless morning. you, Wonderful Wanda. This will be on me a great declaration this morning. Thank you. God bless you, Sylvia. Good to hear from you. Amen. Anyone else? Anyone else? Good morning. This is Danielle Lutcher. Uh, declaration. Amen. God bless you, Danielle. Thank you. To God be the glory. Amen. Anyone else? Good morning. It's persistent. Great declaration. Thank you. Amen. You know, I always kid you about it, but I knew you were going to get through persistent. Amen. God bless you. <laughs> Amen. Any, anyone else? Anyone else? Good morning. This is prosperous. No words for your declaration. No words. Amazing. Amen. God bless you, prosperous. We thank God for His glory. Amen. Anyone else? Anyone else? Good morning. This is Mary. Thank you so much for your for the declaration and allowing God to use you this morning. God bless you, Mary. We're grateful to be able to serve. Amen. I'm just reminded of Team Dunamis. Amen. We we have no shame in that thing. Yee! <laughs> Team Dunamis in the house. What? <laughs> in the, Listen, in the I, I, I say this all the time, but I, every chance I get to say it. For the, the few times that I've worked in corporate America, when I tell you the best ever on the whole entire planet, when I say the epitome of leadership, child, the whole ship would be about to blow up. And he'd be just a smile and we'd be just a performance. <laughs> Man, I tell you, Dion, I love you so much. Those were awesome times and even greater times to come. Dunamud. <laughs> Any, anyone else? Praise the Lord. A powerful declaration. This is Pastor Ricky. God bless you. God bless you, Pastor. Always great to hear from you. Amen. Anyone else? Anyone else? Again, I don't want to leave without saying it again to our veterans. Again, thank you so much for your service. It's not a cliche, but it is a heartfelt meant and celebration of you, not just tomorrow, but every day. We wouldn't be where we are in the country if it was not for the sacrifices and even the spouses also and the children of those that were in military. Thank you for allowing them to be able to serve. Amen. Anyone else? 
Amen. Looks like all hearts and minds are in order. Happy birthday again, Dee Dee. We thank you all so much for being a part. And we pray on this Freedom Friday, this fantastic favorite Friday, that you all have a blessed day today. Very quickly, Father, I thank you, Lord God, for each and every person, Lord God. I thank you that our assignment has been heard, Lord God, and we are ready, Lord God, to go forth to lead like a servant, Lord God, but to lead with authority and love. Lord God, I pray if there's anything in our heart that comes out of alignment with your will, that, Father, you allow us, Lord God, to be removed right now out of our hearts in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for my brother who I'm about to speak to momentarily, that you bless him, Lord God, cover all of his needs right now. And, Lord, we will forever give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It's in Jesus' matchless and mighty name we pray. Amen. Have a great day and a phenomenal weekend, everybody. Amen. Amen. Happy Amen. Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. We appreciate you. God bless you. Happy Veterans Day and have a great weekend.